We're rolling, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Kaiju Transmissions. This is Bird, and I am joined by... Hey, everybody. It's Matt. It's my co-host, Matt. And we have uh, uh, a, a guest in the house today who you have heard many times by now. Uh, but we have Tom, or uh, some people may still call him Jelly. Does anyone still call you that? Yeah, it was actually uh, just recently recorded uh, an episode with the goat from uh, Hillbilly DVD Reviews and uh, uh, 1980s movie Graveyard and the forthcoming 1990s movie Megaplex. And, and he referred to me as Jelly on the show, and I didn't bother correcting him. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, so you are still uh, known as Jelly in some circles. Yes. Um. So, uh, we're, we're finally, um, going to get to our Godzilla movie series ranking poll that we did. And, um, we had quite a few entries and Matt here has, uh, put together what I don't have in front of me, but he's, he's described as an exhaustive Excel document with all the results um, isn't that right? Is that what you did? Yeah, there, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of colors on the six spell spreadsheet. All right. Well, uh, hopefully it's not too overwhelming over there. <laughs> It'll be fine. All right. Um, so yeah, we've, we've been, we've been pretty busy the last couple months. What with, uh, Skull Island and Power Rangers coming up, out, but you know, things are finally starting to calm down. Um, yeah, and everyone can everyone can uh, calm down about the Skull Island box office. It is like officially a uh, success at this point. Yeah, it's it's you know uh, it's it's on its way to I think five hundred worldwide, uh, which is pretty pretty good. Um, it's, it'll it'll end up making more than Godzilla. Yeah, and it's, it's not Avengers money, but it's it's darn good money, and uh, you know. I think Legendary were, will be happy were with it. Not predicting it to do this well, so I think everyone's going to end up being pretty happy. Yeah. Um. Uh, Matt and I did a commentary for the movie Orca. You ever see Orca, Tom? I may have seen it when I was annihilated once. Oh well, you can watch it with a commentary now. <laughs> That is probably the only way that most people can endure that film, honestly. Really? I, you don't think we probably just made it worse for everyone? I, I mean, that's also possible, but uh, no, not, I wasn't. I was talking about being annihilated, not the commentary. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that highly of our commentary. Get out of here with that bird. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. I'll I'll take a pass on. <laughs> All right, you know, I you know you know if people want to take a pa- a pass on. The the Orca cast, you know, who am I to who am I to blame them? But it's out there if you want to hear it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we covered a lot of news on our uh, our our last real episode when we did our Power Rangers uh, review. Um, but Tom, have you been keeping up with the 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 Godzilla anime news? Is it something that you're looking forward to? Um, yes and no. Like, 
I actually was a little bit put off by the uh, the trilogy news. Um, I kind of just wanted to like it as a one-off thing. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out that it's a trilogy, I'm a little bit less excited because just because it means you know if it's not something I like, then there's two more of not something that I like <laughs> coming. You know, um, and. Uh, but you know, I mean, I, th- I think it's overall. I'm generally excited. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cool to have something. You know, I mean, we're we're in a world where um, there's there's going to be some sort of Toho follow up to Shin, whether or not it's a sequel. Uh, there's going to be more legendary movies, and there's going to be an anime series running at the same time. It's, it's hard not to be excited about that idea. Did, did you have any thoughts on uh, the the premise that they they released? It sounds fun. Like I don't know what what other thoughts. <laughs> I, I mean, we talked about it uh, without you on on that Power Rangers episode. So I, I, you know, just just trying to get you caught up with the rest of us here. We, yeah, we, I mean, we thought it was cool. Yeah, like it sounds fun. It could be cool. I, uh, um, yeah. I mean, it's it sounds like something a little bit different, you know. I mean, and if you're gonna do an anime, uh, do something that you couldn't really do yeah. and pull off in a movie. Yeah, do something that's a little more out there. Yeah, and that sounds like what they're doing, at least. I wonder, because um, from what I understand, I, I don't think the whole thing is completed, but I I, I know that the whole thing should from what i understand be written like as in like all three parts i wonder if they were considering maybe doing it as a series and then at some point they were like i will just do it in as three movies and that might actually be better than you know like a series where you don't necessarily have a definitive ending at least they're going to have a an arc kind of yeah um so, we'll see yeah we'll get to see somewhere possibly by the end of 2017 yeah. Um yeah. That's what Netflix I, says, yeah, but. well it's it's I I think Japanese theatrical is November and then it should be followed by the global Netflix release. So um yeah, if not December, maybe January or February or something. Um I'm sure the fans are going to riot if they keep it from too much. <laughs> That is waiting wholly patiently for their Shin Godzilla <laughs> Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so like eating themselves alive and it's like, dude, Japan just got their release. Yeah, you'll get it. They'll get it. Calm down. The only I, I think I think if if I if it didn't play by me i would probably be getting like okay guys come on but you know i I think it played in a lot of areas so with um with the anime uh, i know that you're you probably didn't take a look at like the anything more than like the general synopsis or whatever because they put out like the timeline of events before the movie did you take a look at any of that I i didn't look at that i heard some of the kaiju roster that they're floating out there there's some surprising stuff in there. i i don't know if they'll be in the the film or if it's just like that's like the hey the, these are the things we're gonna say happen before the movie but yeah. or if it's like to the extent of like how 
you know, Mega Gearus is considered part of uh, Final Wars. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. It's, it's it's exciting though. Um, it's interesting though. I mean, was it like wasn't Biollante one of them? And the other, there was another surprising one. I feel for uh, the anime. Yeah. Oh, there were a few of them. There was like Orga. Um, yeah, that was the other one that's like, whoa, really? The, then they have like some deeper cuts in there, like Dogara um, and uh, Dagara from Mothra, Rebirth of Mothra 2. Which uh, is everyone's favorite. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool that they're willing to bring that stuff out and kind of make use of these things that, you know, are kind of forgotten. But yeah, whether they show up on screen or not, I don't know. But I mean, with it being an anime, they don't have to build like 100 suits for the, these things. So Yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, before we get into our our stats here, um, I have some some fan mail. Uh, Matt, you know what fan mail is? Mail written by fans, bro. Yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, I have here... Uh, by the way, you can write us at kaijutransmissions at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, looking for Kaiju Transmissions Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at KT underscore podcast. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, that, if you would be super cool if you did any of those things. There's, um, like a, there's, a, there's a bad pun joke about, like, fans, mail written by fans, and, you know, like a, a fan that blows air. But... I can't think of it. <laughs> there's there's a bad joke in there, but I, it's not coming to me. It really makes me sad. Halfway through the podcast and blurted it out. I can see this happening. Um. All right. So if it does come to me, I will just blurt it out. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is going back um, a couple uh, a couple months. You know, I, I you know I like to build up the fan mail so we can actually talk about it on here. It trickles in slowly. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to get this gentleman out of the way first, because uh, in February he wrote to us, um, this is from Mr. Jason Spear. He says, hi, heard you on KaijuCast and checked out a few Kaiju Transmissions oh, episodes. Nice work. Solid discussions. It's really nice to hear people reference other styles of films such as Italian genre and martial arts, with ease. Looking forward to listening to more. Thanks for the show. Well, Jason, thank you for your feedback. And, uh, yes, we are movie buffs here. Um, Matt, uh, we're, we're j- I'm just now getting Matt caught up on a lot of stuff. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying and failing, but I am trying. But, yes, uh, martial arts movies, Italian genre it's films. Tough. I mean, you know, like, it's it is just tough. Like there's there's so much content in the world out there. Like Go I'm a, I mean, we're we're <laughs> all a we're all big, you know, kaiju fans, right? And like I've seen some of my first ultra stuff like in the last calendar year. So, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I'm I mean I'm not surprised if I mentioned Italian genre movies because you know I like Italian zombie movies like full cheese stuff and. The Giallo movies like Argento and, you know, old school Mario Bava and all that stuff. Um, 
And uh, you can hear me talk about stuff like that on If It Bleeds, We Can Kill It, my other podcast. Um, So thank you, Jason. And then, not only did Jason write us then, but Jason actually just wrote us the other day. And uh, so Jason Spear, once again, um, he wrote to us with the subject line, Orca Cast. Finished the show, looking forward to the Tentacles commentary. Tentacles is an Italian Jaws ripoff. Uh, and then it just says, WTF is wrong with me, Jason. <laughs> and then we, we're not a, uh, we're not a, a psychological analysis podcast. <laughs> and, and then he, uh, and then he, he sent me like a brief, he sent us a brief follow-up that said, uh, PS, you clearly need this Blu-ray. And it is a picture of the Japanese Orca Blu-ray which is insane. It's got like explosions and stuff in the background, and it's got two orcas just jumping out of the water. Uh, <laughs> which happens a lot in that movie, by the way. <laughs> it's this like elaborate like uh, painting uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, so uh, it's good to see uh, after his initial uh, letter in February that uh, Jason is still with us. So shout out to Jason! Woo. Um, a tentacles commentary? Uh, we don't know. Um, based on based on the the fallout of the Orca cast, especially with my co-host Matt here, uh, just you know, he he was getting rather hostile at the end. I don't know if we can handle. Well, you know, tentacles. We'll think about it. It is on a double feature from Scream Factory uh, on a Blu-ray with Reptilicus. So, man, that would be a double. Like if you ever did two commentaries, that would be a doozy. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, on Facebook, I have a, uh, comment from Eddie Cantillo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and he says, do you think Kong or any of these Kaijuverse or Pacific Rim movies will make it to the top 100 worldwide box office? I really want one of them to, because if Transformers and and Twilight can do it, they should too. Yeah, I think your best shot's going to be uh, King Kong versus Godzilla whenever that comes out. Yeah. Eddie, I would say it's okay to hope and dream, but I feel like if any of them are going to be able to do it, it would be Kong versus Godzilla. Um, Pacific Rim, uh, I think with most of its really uh, important I guess, like, uh, impactful box office success just being in China. Don't see it happening. Um, top 100 worldwide? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to punch in the n- numbers for that right now. But I don't feel like Godzilla 2 could could make it just based on how the last one did. Um so just to give you guys a point of reference, the number 100 worldwide is Ice Age The Meltdown. I don't know what which number Ice Age that is. I'm not up on my Ice Age. Uh, but it is at 660.9 million. So if Skull Island's topping out around 500, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to stick yeah. with what Matt said. I think Godzilla vs. Kong has a chance. It's got a shot. Yeah, it's yeah. got a shot. That was Ice Age 2, so it's still during the the time when people cared about Ice Age? Or do <laughs> okay. people still care about um, Ice Age? To give it more of a point of reference for like stuff that we like, uh, like as far as like superhero movies, 
Like Man of Steel is ninety eight and Doctor Strange is ninety five. But you got to keep thinking that that list is going to consistently be bumped. Do you know what I mean? Like as as Star Wars is going to keep making a billion dollars for at least a, at least a couple more years. Yeah, like, and yeah, Marvel's I mean, going to be going to be making billions for at least a couple more years like yeah um that that list is probably going to become like what's what's around number 85 right now 85 is twilight breaking dawn part one however 84 is captain america winter soldier and 86 is dawn of the planet of the apes and what are those like seven eight hundred million dollars? Um, that's we're looking at seven ten for Ape, seven twelve for Twilight, and seven fourteen for Cap. That's where you need to be to be able to break onto the list and actually stay there for more than a year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're if you're going to be at what was it six sixty, like you're going to get bumped off as soon as Star Wars comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast is already on here. <laughs> Beauty and like the Beast is already on here at number 45. That's insane. It's been out for like two weeks. Disney is just printing money with that movie. Yeah. Um, and I've heard it's like not even as good as The Jungle Book. Yeah, nobody knows their last actually kind of. Uh... I didn't see that or Jungle Book, but I, I do remember Jungle Book being almost rave reviews across the board. Beauty and the Beast is, I think, more mixed. I saw. I own Jungle Book because not only did I like it, but it's it's only a ninety minute movie actually. So it's like oh, that's it's definitely that's yeah amazing. <laughs> I, I miss those days when when you had movies that were ninety minutes. Yeah, um, and yeah, like I just we're getting off on too much of a tangent here, but like the previews for Beating the Beast, I was like, God, the CG does just does not look good, and the CG in Jungle Book is like spectacular. It's, it's like it's groundbreaking. Like, yeah, it's like a little confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Eddie, the we can hope, we can dream. I think Godzilla versus Kong is going to be the best bet. Um, all right, and then I have one more um, from uh, uh, Marcos Masari. Again, hopefully, I am saying that uh, name properly. But he says, hey, guys, just dropping a line to say that I enjoy the show. Um, Discovered you guys through the Kaiju cast and appreciate your thesis on uncovering the very muddled King Kong film history in the previous episode. No easy feat to be sure. I realize you guys dig your giant monster flicks, but what other monster movies do you like? Have you ever seen The Giver 2, The Dark Hero? It's really good and absolutely has nothing to do with the horrible first movie with Mark Hamill. It's a superior, a superior sequel in every way. Sure, it's B-film territory with honors, but it's a guilty pleasure and I can't recommend it enough. There's also the live-action Devil Man movie, but I'm not sure if that's your cup of tea either. He has links to both trailer, trailers for both of those movies. Last thing, guys, I'm a huge comic book fan, so... I wanted to know if you've been following IDW's Godzilla stuff or Boom Studios' current Kong series. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for a Gamera series from IDW. Have you checked out Legendary's Pacific Rim Tales from the Rift? It only ran four issues. Also recommend you check out Gigantic from Dark Horse and Viz's current Ultraman books. Good shit. 
best. That's a lot of questions. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marco. Uh, Guyver 2 is the, awesome, by the way. The yes. easiest one The easiest one to answer is the comics where I can say, for me personally, um, I was on board very much early on. Uh, as the ongoing turned to shit, I turned my brain off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at it now, I want to grab the trades for like Godzilla in Hell and uh, Rulers of Earth, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. We'll we'll just start right there with the the comics uh, question. Uh, unfortunately, um, I haven't kept up with the comics um with the idw stuff like tom i was i was very much on board at the beginning and then uh it went from i read all of uh gangsters and goliaths was pretty good i read all of that that that, that actually was very good yeah i read all of kingdom of monsters which i thought started out good and then got really bad and then um (laughs) <laughs> and then I read about halfway through the follow-up with ongoing, which was just called Godzilla, and I I didn't think it was that compelling. So um, I only and then I only read the first trade of Rulers of Earth, but it was a lot of fun, and I know that became the new ongoing. So like Tom, I would l- kind of like to go back to that. Other than that, I've read a few of the miniseries, Gangsters and Goliaths. I've read, which was fun. Godzilla and Hell, I really like. Just super bizarre weird um like one of the more the more i've seen from it the more awesome it looks yeah and i i really like godzilla in it's hell. almost completely just art driven right yeah, it's like yeah, there's no dialogue it's like a or anything. it's like a wolverine comic where there's like very little like text at all yeah um and then uh godzilla legends which was like um you know they'd give a team a one-shot story um, I think there were four altogether. Uh, a couple of them were kind of average, but there's a couple in there that are really excellent. There's one about, uh, like, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, black hole aliens that's really good. Yeah, um, that one's pretty good. Titan- uh, the Titanosaurus issue. Yeah, the Titanosaurus issue yep. is by far my favorite in there. And it ends in a place, too, where it's like, oh, I would totally read, like, more of yes, this. More of that story, yep. Um, and then uh, Cataclysm I have, but I haven't read. Um, and then, yeah, the other ones I I haven't read either. Um, like Rage Against, Against Time, Rage Across Time. Um, and, um, and the or... Kong the Kong one, unfortunately, I haven't touched. Um, uh, Pac- I have read the Pacific Rim. Pacific it was, it was Rim? Okay. Pacific Rim, I, I only read the prequel comic. Um, that wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah and I, I didn't think it was that great. Tales from the Rift. That's uh, um, I, that's like the one they did after that. I haven't seen any of that myself, but uh, I haven't heard much about it either. Um, Matt, where are you on modern uh, kaiju comics? I know uh, I heard you say that you've read a couple of these. Yeah, pretty much where you guys are. I've kind of been hit and miss. I've read um, Gangsters and Goliath, which was actually a great story. I've, I've read all Legends. I still have those. I collected the original ongoing, and then it. But halfway through that series, it got so bad that I just stopped. Um, Rulers of Earth, I do want to read because that seems to be the best of the ongoing, and I think that's probably worth picking up. Um, Cataclysm is okay. 
Um, and then as far as uh, I, the, I have the original Pacific Rim prequel, but I didn't like that very much. Um, I actually tried to, to pick up the new Kong um, comic series, but I, I couldn't find it anywhere. I actually thought maybe it wasn't out yet, so maybe I'm just wrong. But if you're looking for a Gamera series, Dark Horse did a, uh, a run back in the 90s, but I don't know how good that is, actually. Uh, I haven't read it probably since around the time it came out, but it, it's a mini series. It's only, I think, four, maybe five issues. Um, yeah. But I, I thought it was a lot of fun back then. Again, I, I haven't touched it since then, but... Um, kind of each each one is kind of a different villain, you know, uh, Gamera villain. Um, and like the 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 virus aliens, there's like an updated version of those. Um, yeah, if if people can track it down, I I would say check that out. Um, yeah, if you're if you if you're jonesing for English language Gamera comics, it's literally all there is. But I think uh, I think it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, uh, and as far as Ultraman, it says Viz's current Ultraman books. Is, are, is there something that maybe I'm missing? Is there an English yeah, there, language so, Ultraman right now? Yeah, Viz picked up the Ultraman manga, which is being uh, kind of issued. I don't know if it's side by side or not, but they're they're releasing it in the states. Um, that's been going on for a while, actually, and it's got a very different uh, take on the character. As far as I know, I don't know a whole lot about the story, but like the design is very different from like your traditional take on Ultraman. He looks he looks more like uh, mechanized almost. Okay. So I, I don't know much other than that, but you can um, pretty easily go online and just do a quick search and you would you would see the design and, and, and see like that does not really look like Ultraman. But I, I've heard it's it's actually a pretty interesting story. So Okay. The Boom Studios Kong, I think that's I think it's the prequel to the thirty three movie. Or something like that, and then I, I know Legendary Comics is doing a prequel to Skull Island in like a mini series form, but I don't know if any of that has been released yet. Um, oh, and uh, another one that I, I'm not too hot on—it's uh, not IDW, but the the Legendary comic prequel to Godzilla 2014. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah, I and then I never even checked it out. And I'm I'm wondering if it was because uh, a lot of the time those novel tie-ins and comic tie-ins are like in the works before the the movie is even like finished. So I wonder if there is maybe an, a different script that it was going off of. Because for example, like Sarazawa is a baby in World War II, but in the movie he's like in his like fifties. So like he should be like what like seven in his 70s or something if that was a right? lot older than he was in the movie yeah <laughs> uh guyver 2 by the way is one of my like guilty pleasures as well the first guyver I, I i'm not a huge fan of but the second one is awesome i love the the score like the 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 music in that that film is great i hope uh, to eventually like do a review of that of like the, that series in the franchise i love guyver in yeah, general we, i have i have no guilt about liking the second one uh the first the first one's a guilty pleasure of mine um i, I, I want it, uh, that jiving guyving thing boy. i like how he like jumps over the wall in that movie like he's in the he's in the film it's like the film in the film that's just such a <laughs> stupid part of the movie the no the first guyver movie is is I don't know. It's it's so strange. It really and and it, that was actually Jimmy JJ Walker, like playing that like jive talking monster too. Like, 
But Jeffrey Combs is in there also. Uh, I haven't seen it since I was... They used to run both of them on the Sci-Fi channel all the time. All the time. And yep. the, yeah, that's when I... I watched both. And uh, I, I enjoy both movies. Uh, I'm not sure if I like them the way that I'm supposed to. I mean, the, with the Giver 1 especially, I'm not sure what the, I'm supposed to think of it. Um, but yeah, like Linnea Quigley's in there. Um, it's just, they're, they're very odd movies. Uh, and we, ha- we have definitely talked about, um, talking about the Giver movies, uh, which who knows when will we get to it, but I'm looking forward to that because that'll be like a fun nostalgia thing too. Yeah. Um, and then in the, I mean, Giver- as far as other creature features, it's like, God, how much time do you have? You right. know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's like, that's like most of what I own and watch is like creature features i mean uh how how much time and and how do you want it to be because i mean you know alien predator the fly one and two i like the second fly i think that's an underrated creature feature the sequel to Um, the the cronenberg movie the cronenberg yeah it's 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 decent enough of a monster movie but you have to you really have to separate it because the cronenberg absolutely Um, the Cronenberg, yeah, I mean, uh, the Cronenberg Fly is one of my all-time favorite movies, and it's, like, in a class of its own. Uh, I mean, yeah. other monster movies, I love, like, the early Cronenberg stuff. Also, um, uh, you know, the... The Thing. The Thing, yeah. The Thing is my all-time favorite movie, John so yes. Carpenter, yeah, that's Matt's <laughs> favorite movie. The Thing is wonderful. I love the Universal monsters. Um, I also really love the Hammer stuff. I'm a huge Hammer fan. Um, so, you know, the Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing stuff. Um, I love uh, any any like fifties giant monster film. Period. Pretty much, any the Harry House. I love eighties yeah. stuff, and I love the stuff that's in the vein of the eighties stuff. You know, you got like the newer newer things in that vein, like Ginger Snaps is like a newer movie in like that kind of eighties creature feature vein that I I really like. Slither. Bad Moon, Slither's awesome. Bad Moon is not really new anymore. It's like a '90s thing, but it's totally in that '80s vein. Yeah, it's got one of the best looking wolves ever for a werewolf movie. Yeah, um, the yeah. Basket Case trilogy I just recently watched. Oh yeah, I love the Basket Case movies. I'm just staring over at my shelf right now. I mean, um, uh, Guillermo del Toro's films, even even like Mimic, I like a lot. Um, the Hellboy movies. Uh, oh, as far Your as Jackson. Like, 80s like, more 80s stuff like near dark um fright night the howling american werewolf in london gremlins piranha alligator killer clowns from outer space night of the creeps <laughs> yes i um, love that movie the old night- romero films uh creep show night of living dead dawn of the dead day of the dead um return of the Li- return of the living dead's one and three yeah dagon uh, From Beyond, the Reanimator trilogy. Uh, I mean, uh, it's like Tom said. I mean, how much time you got? I mean, um, yeah, Alien, Predator, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, both the '50s and '70s versions. Uh, the Mist, The Madness, The Mist is incredible. Yeah, Mist is fantastic. Um, the, the Ruins is a, mo- a modern one that I think is pretty un- underrated. Um, Society. There's Society is wonderful. Yeah. I, I have the Arrow Blu-ray. Um, Me too. Uh, Pumpkinhead. 
you know Meat Train. There's a recent one. Yeah, Midnight Meat Train. Oh, and the Clive Bar Clive Barker movies like uh, Nightbreed, um, Hellraiser. Three times while you were rambling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candyman. Did you say from, you say from <laughs> Dust Till Dawn? Oh, from Dust Till Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Uh, Jaws, of course. Uh, Bubba Hotep. Um, Dead Alive. Oh, Dead Alive. Yeah, movie. the early Peter Jackson movies. Peter Jackson movies. Even Prisoners and uh, Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles and uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I mean, I got the I got a, a lot of slashers. Like I, I love Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I mean, Elm Street definitely qualifies in that. Like, if you're into creature feature type of stuff, like I mean, this guy's saying he likes you know Guyver too, and that's what he's looking for. I'm, I'm imagining he's a big fan of like rubber suited and, and stuff like that. And I yeah. think that's you know, yeah, yeah, Another, for sure. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's more in that vein, and yeah. The Gate. The Gate's another good, like, 80s Oh, The Gate style is creep. good. Uh, I like uh, Invaders from Mars, which is super cheesy, but it's... Yeah, Invaders from Mars, and, I mean, hey, if you're going to bring up... What now? Monster Squad. Oh, Monster, Monster Squad, Squad yeah. yeah. Well, if you now, Invaders from Mars, that brings us another, like, uh, direct, uh, Toby Hooper, you know, Poltergeist and Life Force. Um, Prince of Dark. Oh, Prince of Darkness. Oh, Prince of Darkness is, is awesome, yeah. Um, uh, In the Mouth of Madness, that's the other Carpenter. That, the thing, and Prince of Darkness are the thematic, quote-unquote, apocalypse trilogy. Um, uh, yeah, a uh, whole, whole lot of good stuff, really. Keepers, Creepers, The Faculty, that's new. That's I newer. love it. The first one, anyways, is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Alligator. I, I don't know if I said alligator. Yeah, the '80s alligator is really good. Don't don't get fooled. And, and there's like some uh, Italian alligator movie from like the '70s. Don't watch that one. Yeah, uh, but watch the, the '80s. Yeah, the Louis Teague directed. Uh, he made Cujo, which is another good one, and he made yeah. Alligator. Oh, cr- uh, Trick or Treat and Krampus, relevant not only because they're great. Kind of '80s style horror creature flicks, but also director writer of Godzilla Two. Yeah, Michael Bay. and and it doesn't even necessarily have to be scary. The never ending story has. Oh man, I love that movie. That. And that's not like a scary movie at all. Oh, and uh, you, some like lower key ones. You have like a Stakeland and a Mulberry Street. Um. I love Steakland. Steakland. Did you watch the uh, second one? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't fine. care much for the second one. It was. I mean, it was acceptable, but yeah. Uh, what about um, Late Phases? That's a good oh, one. Oh, Late Phases. Late Phases is really good. I just watched that. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the werewolf movie. Not a lot of good werewolf movies out there. There's not enough. Uh, there's a lot of them, but not a lot of good ones. If you're if you're in the mood for something that's really just cheap, rubbery enjoyable junk the howling three the marsupials um uh i've heard good things about dog soldiers i don't know if that's that's true or not i don't like it but i've but i'm like the lone yeah i'm not a huge dog soldiers fan but it's me and tom kind of seem to be in the minority um i'm like the biggest howling three i want to do like howling three commentaries like just every day howling three is insane (laughs) um (laughs) 
the director of Basket Case also made a movie called Brain Damage that I really like, and uh, Frankenhooker, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> and Bad Biology. With a name like that, right? how could it not be? <laughs> he also did Bad Biology, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the one about a girl with what? She has seven clitorises? Yes. And then the guy... <laughs> And then the guy's penis, the guy's penis is like 24 inches long and it detaches itself from him and walks around at night. Yes. That, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, a uh, movie that I, I love uh, that has like, a, not really a monster movie, but a lot of like crazy practical effects is Street Trash, which is a pretty plotless. From- huh? Did we say humanoids from the deep yet? I don't know. I was totally going to say that. So yes, humanoids from the deep. Um, street trash is pretty plotless and it's about homeless people that drink liquor that makes them melt. Um, uh, I mean like, then there's like, yeah, I've seen this from that where the, where it happens to the guy while he's like on the toilet. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like the most famous scene. Oh, then there's stuff like, um, Q the winged serpent, which we should talk about on this show at some point. Matt, have you seen Q? I have not seen Q, but I've heard it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Tom, have you have seen, seen Q? What? Did we say Tremors yet? Because that's that's oh, how we yeah, forget Tremors. that. Um, but no, I've seen Q. It's 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 fun. And the, the magic stuff. serpent is pretty cool. Have you guys seen the stuff? I love the stuff. The stuff is I, there's like a whole like podcast to be able to be done about movies that you think are ripoffs of other things and end up being just good movies. Like, like the Orca? stuff you the stuff you think is like this totally like going to be a blob ripoff, and it's it's. That's like a small part of it, but it's just good unto itself. Yeah, this and uh, a lot of fun. I've been meaning to pick up the Blu-ray called Grabbers. That at the time I was like, "Oh, what is this going to be like a Tremors ripoff?" But it ends up being a pretty good like little horror comedy thing unto itself. Grabbers, yeah, Matt, have you have you seen Grabbers? I have not seen Grabbers, Grabbers but Tom was, keeps talking about it, so Grabbers I need to. This was a fun surprise. Um... I think it's still on Netflix, but is it what? What country is is Grabbers from? How the hell am I? It's either it's either British. I think it's Ireland. Um, How do we forget about Critters? By the way, I just thought about. I love oh Critters one and two. Critters is awesome. Um, I even like. I hate four. Matt, uh, for, yeah, Matt Grabbers is about like these alien squid things that invade like the countryside and it's found out that they have uh an aversion to alcohol so everyone has to keep getting drunk <laughs> to like stay alive <laughs> oh my gosh critters brings up like all there were like so many of those gremlins ripoffs back then like ghoulies and yeah, I was gonna say munchies <laughs> munchie yeah <laughs> um, uh, deep rising there's another one. Oh yeah deep rising I like that movie. Um, I do too. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, also. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Did you guys read about, the recent thing about the sequel that was unmade with like machine gun head sharks? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure Bird has seen this one. I don't know if Matt has the hidden. I'm not seeing the hidden. I haven't seen the hidden either. It's been on my on my to do list though. That's a good movie. It stars. Uh, I don't. I don't know the guy's name, but he uh, he played the captain. On uh, on How I Met Your Mother, if you watch that show, um, Kyle McLaughlin. Oh yeah, no, the hidden that yeah. Now that you said Kyle McLaughlin, that it's clicking which movie it is that I I just said I've been meaning to see for years. Yeah, that that's one that I every Halloween 
I have like a list of horror movies I haven't seen or creature movies I haven't seen that I get to, and the hidden's on there like every year. And I don't know, not for any specific reason, but yeah, the hidden I need to see. It it sounds totally up my alley. There's a sequel too, right? Yeah, I haven't heard much. It's about got a that. similar premise to a movie with Denzel Washington that I think was called Fallen. Yeah, Fallen or something like that. Yep. Yeah, it's got a very similar premise, except that instead of just being like a, a serial killer or a demon or whatever, he's uh, an alien that like jumps bodies. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except good. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We we definitely kind of went off the rails a little bit, but that I mean that should show. Uh, our friend Marcos here that um, we definitely are fans of monster movies, just not. Hellraiser uh, one and two. <laughs> what one and two? Hellraiser. Oh yeah, the first two Hellraisers are great. Um, matinee, matinee. There's a there's a good one. Oh, matinee is awesome, and uh, matinee is worth it just for the movie inside the movie. Uh, Mant. Mant. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, Z-Ram one and two, by the way, that would oh, be yeah. like something more relevant to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt's a big Z-Ram guy, uh, which to my shame, I've I have seen... not watched any of those. What's wrong with you? I've not seen, seen the first one. Plus, uh, Yoshida, who played Godzilla and GMK, played Z-Ram. So there you go. Yeah, uh, the live-action Devil Man movie I have not seen. I heard I've heard pretty mixed stuff about it. Um, you know, I'm not a. I, I'm not too. I know of Devil Man, of course, but I, I'm not too familiar with the property. The movie, I know. Um, I believe Wakasa did some work on there, but um, but yeah, I never checked out the movie. Just I, I just heard kind of mixed things. Um, if you want to see something totally insane, check out uh, Zebra Man One and Two. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yakuza Apocalypse. Death? Oh yeah, Yakuza Apocalypse is Death wonderful. Note One and Two. I got to get on the Death Note train. I've seen the first one. I have not seen the sequels. Although I heard three is not uh, three is horrible. Yeah. Isn't it time. like a, it's a spinoff? And Kaneko Kaneko um, didn't do that. Didn't one, do anything it, yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, no. Uh, yeah. That that. Uh, that's us. That's like a podcast about. unto itself, right there. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's pretty much a mini podcast inside a podcast. So, uh, Marcos, thank you for the questions, um, and uh, hopefully, you appreciate our drawn out answer. Um, uh, and yeah, Guyver definitely want to get to that at some point. Who knows when? But I, it's something that I think would be a lot of fun. Also, fun fact: the. Uh, David Hayter, who played the Giver in The Dark Hero, uh, screenwriter for um, uh, X-Men 2, co-writer of uh, X-Men 2, uh, which is one of the best movies in the, the series, in my opinion, uh, Watchmen, um, uh, the original X-Men, and uh, yeah, he's also a, a big voice actor, did the voice of Solid Snake in the Metal Gear uh, games. So, fun fact for you. All right, so let's talk. Uh, I guess we're going to talk about numbers, right, Matt? We're going to talk about math, right? Is that what we're doing? This is a math podcast. That's a math. Well, st- statistics uh, is math. I took a statistics class in college to I'm avoid sorry. having to do like, uh, like a real math class. I just took statistics. 
Isn't isn't that worse? In some it was ways? easier. It was Look. just like here, here's some data. Like here's some. That's graphs. what everyone who doesn't math takes. I hate. Yeah, math. I hate math. Math is the worst. Do you guys like math? I have a math I'm, minor, so my yeah. wife is a math teacher and a science teacher, but like she she does both. So math I don't. Is so I mean, hard. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, in mathematics, so yeah. All right, so a couple so months I ago, I don't do hardcore math anymore. But yeah. oh no! So a couple months ago, we uh, we created a ranking system where we asked you guys, the listeners, to go to a link, and it would ask you one by one. It would say. Do you like this movie or this movie? And you'd keep picking, and it would go through the entire Godzilla series. And at the end, you would have a full ranking of how you would rank the Godzilla series based on you know which one you like more. And uh, we got a little over a hundred submissions before we we kind of shut it down, so Matt could have time to collect the data and put together his his spreadsheet and everything. And uh, that's where we are now. We are going to share the results. From what I understand, I, I do not know any of the results. Tom here does not know any of the results. Matt oh. is the uh, uh, the guy with the – he's the gatekeeper of all that is Godzilla stats at the moment. So, uh, Matt, this this podcast from this point on, this is going to be kind of your, your, your baby here, and you'll just guide us through it, and we'll – We'll go through this. I'm looking. I've been looking forward to to hearing the results of this for a long time. Um, so so what what do we got here? Yeah. So we had uh, 107 total surveys, and uh, average age was actually 33, which is around all of our age. I think uh, hmm. <clears throat> the youngest we had a submit was 13, and the oldest was 58. So we had a pretty good group of like just all over the place. Um, before we get started, I wanted to see if you guys had, like, a few predictions. Like, for example, uh, I thought that Shin Godzilla would finish probably somewhere in the top ten uh, in terms of where people ranked it. Probably no lower than, like, seven, but I had it pegged, like, in the top five. Um, I figured that, like, either Godzilla 54 or Mothra versus Godzilla 1964 would be the, the number one film. That's what I thought. I figured 98 would be dead last um, that those were kind of my four main predictions, and then I figured the the uh, Godzilla twenty fourteen would be somewhere in the middle of the pack. I got I got fifty four on top. That's what I'm going to guess. I just think so many people will default to putting it there. Um, I'm going to say the lowest ranked Japanese film is going to be a Showa entry. That's 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 my. Maybe my more bold prediction, but I just think uh, I think we live in a world where too many people unfairly hate Godzilla's Revenge. <laughs> For more on my love of Godzilla's Revenge, please listen to our commentary episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's I, I I thought we did a good job on that one. Um, I'm gonna say that um, the biggest discrepancy. Between where I have a movie ranked and where the list has a movie ranked is going to be Godzilla versus Destroya. Because uh, I have that some bitch all the way at twenty-seven. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to say surprise entrant into the top 
Ooh, do I want to say top 10? Yes. I'll say top 12. So it'll be in the top top 12. Surprise entrant into the top 12, Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Okay. Um, oh, and I'll say I'll say Shin Godzilla since 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 Matt did it since for the like the two newest movies. I'll say Shin Godzilla in the top half, but uh maybe just outside the top 10. And 2014, uh, yeah, somewhere, somewhere just under Shin Godzilla, in still in the top half or okay. roughly. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say I, I see Shin topping out above 2014. Um, I'm going to say the lowest because I think, like Tom, I think overall, I think most people are going to default to 54 at the top. Uh, and on that note, I think a lot of people are probably going to default to 98 at the bottom. Um, I think the highest rated Millennium movie will be GMK, which I do see as a top 10, actually probably top five. Um, yeah, I think the highest rated, uh, Heisei movie, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a toss up between King Ghidorah and Biollante. Um, and, uh, since for Showa, I think fifty four is probably going to be on top. I'll say I'll throw a, a interesting prediction, and I'll say the highest rated because I think most, with the exception of Revenge, most of Honda's stuff is probably going to land in the top ten. I think the highest rated Fukuda movie is going to be Mechagodzilla, and I think it's probably going to be followed not too far behind by Sea Monster. Right. Final so, Wars was Final Wars was one that. I think is going to be in the higher portion of the bottom five. Ooh, yeah. I think it's going to be more in the higher portion of the bottom third. So, like, it'll be in the twenty twenty one range. Okay, that's fair. So we have thirty one movies here, uh, hundred and seven entries. People ranging from thirteen to fifty eight. Matt. Uh, what do we got? Yes, yeah, so let, me, let me tell you how I did this because uh, that's kind of important to what we talk about a little bit later. Uh, basically, every uh, this is kind of like golf. You want to have the, the fewest points possible, right? So uh, basically, when you're ranking, you rank them 1 through 31, uh, 1 being the best, 31 being the, the, the worst you could have done. And then I took those the, the total number of points that you had and then divided it by the total number of entries. And then that was your, your basically your average score. And that's kind of how they were they were ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, number one uh, overall would have been 1954. No real shocker there. Uh, number two was Mothra versus Godzilla 1964. Woo! Uh, woo that's also not very surprising. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, my I, number one. That's actually my number one I, and two. So well, those were the two that I picked that I thought would end up there. And number three. Was uh, Ghidra the three-headed monster? Okay. Oh wow! Not bad. Not bad. Uh, four was GMK, which I did not pick that high. I was kind of surprised by that one. Side. I felt I like it'd... that was. I I saw that one coming. I think. Uh, five, which is my favorite uh, Godzilla film, Monster Zero. All right, that's a solid. Yeah, that's, that's, not, a, that's not a bad. Surprising. That's not I, a bad top five at all. And I, I would have thought it was a little more surprising until I think. I don't know. Was it was it on the uh, the Kaiju Cast um, 
your live episode or whatever when just real quick, you know, uh, Kyle asked the room like what their favorite Godzilla movies were and like three pe- different people came back and said Monster Zero and I said, oh, well, maybe that movie is going to be higher than I yeah. like initially would have thought. That's my third favorite, so I'm glad that it's that it's there. Yeah, it's it's my fourth, so yeah. Uh, number six is our first Heisei film, uh, Biolanti. Okay. Not surprising. Yeah. Uh, so this is where Bird's prediction from earlier, which Fukuda movie do you think is going to place seventh? You have, uh, it's gotta be Mechagodzilla. It's gotta be Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Or is it it Terror of? It well, is Terra, Terra was a Honda movie, you know. Yeah, Terra oh, yeah, yeah. was a Honda movie. Yeah, yeah it's mind. definitely Mechagodzilla 74. Okay. Um, then we have the all-time highest-grossing Godzilla film. You can suck it, Shin Godzilla. This is King Kong versus Godzilla, <laughs> 1962. Okay. <laughs> that one came uh, a little low on my list, but I mean, that's kind of surprising eight. how low that is, since that's such a like landmark film. But uh, number two, we have our second Mechagodzilla film, uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Number okay. Nine? Yeah, that's number nine. Yeah. And then number ten, um, what do you think came in tenth? Ooh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say destroy all monsters. I'm gonna say Godzilla versus Destroyer. Uh Bird. Uh you were right. And actually you were really close, Tom. Destroyer is actually eleven. <laughs> uh, all <laughs> so right. You, well, I'll be both really close. So that's that's our top ten. Uh, we have eight Showa films, and then we have one Heisei film and one Millennium. All right. That sounds about right. <laughs> so I, I actually thought uh, going in that we would have a little more variance than that. I think that the, I think the the quality of films are correct. Like for this top ten, uh, I think the quality of films and and whatnot are, are pretty it's correct. A, it's I think a the solid top ten. I'm I'm surprised I, that with with I guess. More people, younger people, more Millennium movies didn't squeak in. The only one I bristle against, I mean, you know, you chalk everything up to personal taste, right? And that's where, you know, I don't I don't have uh, GMK in my top ten, though it's just outside. And um, I don't have King Kong versus Godzilla in my top ten. But uh, the, the only one I bristle against a little bit is, is Destroy All Monsters. I, um, I find that movie boring. It's my yeah. number six, so I I I, I understand uh, the argument there. I, um, I do so, too. I'm you know I'm not gonna lie. You know I do have I do have my gigantic X plus Godzilla table, and I think there's like a lot of reasons to like and enjoy Destroy Monsters. And the last time that I watched it, uh, I will say that it was the most enjoyable experience that I've had watching the film. So it, it's it's it is a fun movie, um, and it's something that like. Watching it with my son made it a lot of fun as well, especially the final battle. So um, I'm going to go actually go through the entire list real quick because there's, there's a little trend here I want to point out. So the next uh, 11 we talked about being Destroya. Uh, 12 is King Ghidorah. Then we get to Return of Godzilla 1984. And Ooh. then at 14 is Shin Godzilla, which is lower than what I thought um, it would be. 
and about they, where I thought. Yeah, that's yeah. about where I thought. I think too. here's here's and I mean maybe we could talk about it more or whatever. But my, what I'll just interject briefly is I think you probably had a lot of people putting it very high and a lot of people putting it very low. Um, that is correct. And actually, it kind of just came out in the middle. So so actually, I did a little bit of uh, kind of delving into that. So there were. People, people that put Shin in the top five, there were 21 of those people out of the 107. Um, and people that put it in the bottom five, there were 20, so they basically balanced each other out. And everybody else kind of split the difference and put it in the middle. So it was a very, I would say, divisive film. Like you had people that loved it, you had people that hated it, and then you had other people that were just kind of eh. They just kind of threw it it's- right in the middle. It's really low on my list. I imagine it's settling a little bit higher, but at the time I ranked it – I, it was always like, which one would I rather watch right now? And I was like, God, I don't, I don't want to watch Shin Godzilla because I had just seen it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's my twenty nine, uh, which puts it in my bottom three. Uh, Space Godzilla and Godzilla ninety eight are below it. It's my twenty eighth, um, but so far I think. As I predicted, uh, the biggest discrepancy for me is Destroya. It's a sixteen ranking discrepancy between where I have it and where the list has it. It's my 14, so... Godzilla 2014 came in at 15 right below Shin Godzilla. Okay. I'm going to count that as a win. That's a little (laughs) higher than I thought. Maybe only by a few, but it's not That's about where I I picked it. Um, And and again, Shin... er, Not Shin, but G14. Same kind of thing. 18 people had it in the top five. 15 people had it in the bottom five. Everybody else... They had it all over the place and it ended up being right in the middle. So um, we're rapidly approaching uh, criminally low for several movies for me, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly which movie you're talking about. There's uh, one in so particular this, this is, I know you're talking. I think about. this is this is going to make me and Tom. Uh, this is probably going to be my biggest discrepancy. I think uh, Godzilla versus Hedora came in at 16. All right. Although I do know why people like it. I can I can it's appreciate my number, the, it's my number eight. So. Yeah, that's about twenty spaces too high. Um, <laughs> I, I, I get why people like it. We've had this discussion before. No, uh, I understand the visual appeal to it. I just I get no, so you. bored watching it. I really do, and I, I want to like that movie mm-hmm. because it's, it. But I just I don't. Anyway, uh, Godzilla vs. Sea Monster at seventeen. Ooh, that's a twelve point discrepancy Sorry, based Tom. on. It's my eleven. Yeah. Then you have Tokyo SOS at 18, uh, Mechagodzilla 93 at 19, which I thought was lower than I expected. Okay, it's my 18. Then I lied. Actually, Gigan is my biggest, or Gigan, Gigan. See, I used to call it Gigan as a kid. You have to forgive me. Gigan is at 20, uh, which I have in my top 10. It's my 12. I love Gigan's group. But that's only a 14-point discrepancy for me. And then we have uh, Godzilla 2000 at 21. Which is oh, a masterpiece. Get, no, get out. It's my highest ranked millennium film. It's my second uh, highest. GXM, or GXM, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla 2002 at 22. And then we have what I think is, is honestly on this list. I think this is the most criminally ranked film uh, got Son of Godzilla at twenty three. I knew you were going to say. I knew you were going to say. Son Damn. Of Godzilla. 
That's another 16. 23 yes. is low. Uh, it's my, uh, it's my yeah. number 13. That's 7 for me. I, I think the hate for that movie is purely based on... Minya. Minya and, and the suit. And the suit. And I, yeah, right. People, people don't know how to look past that and, and watch the, the awesomeness of that film. I mean, it's not my favorite Godzilla film, but it's a good movie. Yeah, I, there's, no, there's no accounting for taste, but uh, it's, a very, it's just such a colorful and... Fast-paced. At this point, it's probably my most watched Godzilla movie. I don't know if I've, I'm sure I've mentioned it somewhere, but just to reiterate, it's, it is the one Godzilla movie that that entertains my children from beginning to end with absolutely no skipping necessary whatsoever. It's a it's a great it's a great movie. It really is, uh, especially when you consider what comes next, which is Godzilla: Final Wars at twenty four. Like I can't imagine there's that much. That's a, a tick t- lower than I thought it would be, but yeah, that's a. I I thought it'd be in the upper half of the bottom third. <laughs> I mean, I, as as someone who d- enjoys Final Wars, I'll say it's by no stretch a good movie, and by no stretch is it as well crafted as Son of God. I I just feel like the there's a very big margin. <laughs> Between Son of Godzilla I think if and the Final list had, I think if the if the ranking had skewed younger, you'd see Final Wars going oh, higher. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think. I mean, I, I think that's one of the more popular ones with kids, and I mean like little kids, like like six to eight. Well, the uh, next movie is Godzilla vs. Mothra in '92 at twenty-five. That's my uh, that's my twenty-five. Raids again at twenty-six. And now we are in the coveted bottom five. Uh, so you have Megalon at 27. Okay. Megagirus at 28. Okay. Fair. That's my Revenge. 27 and 28. Yeah, Revenge at 29. Too low. Uh, then Space Godzilla at 30. And, of course, Godzilla 98 at 31. Now, I do have some, some real quick stats for you guys. What was uh, the highest Godzilla 98 was ranked? Do you have that stat? I, I do actually. Um, so Godzilla ninety one or ninety one Godzilla ninety eight had one person had it in their top five, and I think they actually had it as like their third in the top five, but only one person had it in their top five. Okay, that, so had, that that person's clearly a maniac. Uh. And they had it had eighty eighty seven of the hundred and seven people had it in their bottom five. Okay, how many people had it at thirty one? I could tell you in a second. Let me. I'll look that up in a, in a minute. Um, Space Godzilla had 56 bottom five votes, which is the the next lowest vote getter, and only two people had that in its in their top five. Uh, Eleven people had had Godzilla Final Wars. Do you guys what? remember that guy who said he was going to do the fan edit of Space Godzilla to make it into a good movie? And then it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that guy that. probably like went into a coma. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do remember. I'm gonna name, I know who it is. Uh, the dude from Monster Zero. He was on several forums though. Still, I think he's still around. Uh, one of them. The... He's done. Repeated viewings of Space Godzilla got him, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were 11 people had GFW Godzilla Final Wars in their top five. 36 had it in their bottom five. Um, What's the high? Do you know the highest Final Wars ranked? Yeah, I can look all that stuff up if you have like various questions like that. Um, so give me a sec. And then we have Godzilla versus Destroyer, which um, 
24 people had in their top five. Only five people had it in their bottom five, but it was like kind of <laughs> skewed in the middle. Um, a lot of people had it right in the middle. 19 had it somewhere between nine, nine and 13. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, one of the things I want to point out is what this, this average does is it, it basically gives me the amount of points that you could have had. Like the highest, the highest average was the original Godzilla film, which had like 5.39 points. And the difference in points between um, Godzilla 54 and the fifth rated movie, which was Monster Zero, is actually four points. And the closer you get to the middle, the the fewer the the actual aberration is. So basically, the difference between five and ten um, is only two point five points. And then it's between the difference between the tenth rated and fifteenth rated film is three points. So basically, the closer you get to the middle, everybody's votes kind of cluster. And then the closer you get get to the bottom, it gets way like deflated. So like the difference between twenty five and thirty one is eight point six points. Because no so there's a the films. there's a general consensus on top five and bottom five. Yeah, but everybody in the middle, it's all it's kind of all over the place. Much more division there. It's not that surprising, really. I mean, there's there's a general consensus among the fandom on like. I think if if across the board, if you asked people for their top five, you would probably see three or you'd probably see about three movies that show up on damn near everyone's top five um being mothra versus godzilla 54 and was biolante right in the, right in the top five right no uh, well, look, was, monster zero i think yeah, i think monster all zero, three of i think mothra versus godzilla 54 and monster zero Maybe even Biolante would be in just about everyone's top five, you know. Um, and then in the bottom five, you know, Space Godzilla, uh, Mothra Night was Mothra Night Two was that twenty seven or something? Yeah, that one. The... Megalon Mothra... and Megagirus were in there. You're talking about ninety two. That was uh, twenty five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn, that's too high for that fucking piece. It, of shit. It's interesting um, that. Um... <laughs> that Tokyo SOS came in above. That came in above against Mechagodzilla, right? It did. Yep. That's interesting. I'm not well, that's, that. Yeah, I, I, against Mechagodzilla is a better written movie, but Tokyo SOS is a more exciting. Like it's got more replay value, I think, because it's got more so so much monster stuff. It's more slick. Yeah. Um. Mega Gears being the lowest millennium doesn't surprise me. I honestly thought Tokyo SOS would actually be higher because I just watched it the other day. It's um, it's it's one of the movies that's or it's like the movie. Do you remember when um when Sony was it Sony re-released all the Godzilla movies and had the now for the first time from Sony the original Godzilla series and it was just like the titles were flashing over clips from a movie and it was Tokyo SOS. Um, so that's like the preview for, um, on the son of Godzilla disc. And every time it showed up, my, my daughter kept going, Dada, I like this one. I like this one. So we watched it and while I'm watching it, I'm like, man, this movie is, it looks slick. It's a good looking it's, movie. It's yeah. I mean, fortunate it's that, just that the beginning story scene is a train wreck. <laughs> you, you said it was a train wreck. Yeah. The story. Oh yeah. Did I? 
Did I already say too that uh, the the first film G fifty four like nobody had it in their bottom five and seventy out of the hundred and seven. What's the had lowest that fifty four was put? Yeah, I can I can answer questions like that. So give me so just tell me like what movie that you want to see, and I can answer like kind of like what the the lowest ranking would be. Um, so the lowest ranking for fifty four was twenty. Yeah. Uh, one person. Damn. Uh, there were a handful of like there was like one nineteen, eighteen, seven, two seventeens, um, and then like there was a, quite a few like in the top ten. After that, you have a lot of like seven fives, and then I there's mean, a, like a gazillion ones. I could see it going as low as you know somewhere between seven and ten, based on like just enjoyment, right? Like because it's 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 not like a fun. Movie, you right, know? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. To, it's heavy. It's a heavy movie to watch. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Twenty though is like. I mean. Is that the I, guy start, that I look put at my ninety-eight as number three. <laughs> I, I look at my list and I look at like twenty and below, and I look at the few above twenty, and it's like the couple that I like. The couple that I have above twenty are like Godzilla's Revenge, Tokyo SOS, Terror of Mecha Godzilla, Final Wars. And Kong Kong versus Godzilla, and I'd say like that, like Final Wars, Terror of Mecha Godzilla, SOS, and Revenge. Those four, I have outside of my top twenty because there's like something, you know, like really specific that I enjoy in them, but um, they're not good movies, you know. <laughs> and I I just I can't imagine putting. 54 like below that level of like oh there's something in this that i do really really like but it's not a good movie <laughs> well 98 one person had it at two i think i said three earlier so one person had it at two uh one person had it at 13 blow that guy's like rankings out like, <laughs> <laughs> uh there was one person at 17 then everybody else had it at 20 or below like everybody <laughs> So, it's obviously not a... Uh, I'm well, like, almost surprised that, you know... Well, and again, I think that's the result of this, you know, not skewing super young age-wise. Um, because I would imagine that younger people would at least put it in their, you know, 18... Like, Because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's a good movie. It's just not a good Godzilla movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is wrong, but uh. <laughs> yeah, Destroya. I mean, like Destroya had rankings all over the place. There were plenty of people that put it at one, and there were a handful of people that put it like in the low twenties. Like twenty-seven was the lowest that it got. That's me. <laughs> but I mean, like, and here's the thing: when I was looking through like the ages and and, and such, really, there wasn't a deciphering factor for like people who liked what. There and I think the the rankings bear that out because we have mostly Showa films, and then you have one Heisei, and then you have one Millennium film in the top ten, and we had a pretty good range of ages. Right, it's skewed towards the middle of like the mid twenties to probably like mid forties, which is what our podcast age range probably is. Um, but all of us here, like I kind of grew up in all three of the of the series because they were all kind of available to me at that point, right? So. I didn't really have a Godzilla that was really mine. I preferred the look of the Heisei film, but I realized that the Showa films were better. And the Millennium stuff, 
they they kind of came out and they they weren't as as great or good as uh, or interesting even because they were all rehashed ideas. And I mean, I, and I even like some of the Millennium films, but um, well, also I think uh, if if that's the age range we're working with. The Millennium movies are probably the ones that most people saw as they were coming out. So I think the nostalgia factor is less a part of that than it is for Heisei and yeah. Showa. And the Millennium films performed the worst in terms of rankings. I yeah. mean, Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that nostalgia factor has something to do with it? Like, I'll admit, like a movie like Godzilla vs. Gigan, it's not the best movie, but like for me... Nostalgia plays a huge part of why I rank it in my high. Like, that one's number 12 for me. But, like, if I was seeing it for the first time now, I don't know if I would cling to it as much as I do. So. I think my my biggest nostalgia one is Sea Monster. I mean, I'm willing to admit that. I still think it's, it's really good. I'd probably still have it in my top 10 without the nostalgia factor, but. That nostalgia factor pumps it up to yeah. five. Because like it, I mean, it's I like you ask that. like um, if I saw this movie for the first time as an adult, what would I think of it? Like, and I mean some of them like Monster Zero I think would hold up. Others like Godzilla vs. Gigan, if I'm seeing it for the first time as a thirty a thirty year old, you know I mean. You keep saying that one. I think that's a bad example, honestly. Because if you saw that movie for the first time right now, you would love the crap out of it as this like just <laughs> he he would ins- I mean that's that no you know her, like he would yeah you love that movie as it's like insane like <laughs> what the hell is happening like who are all these people uh, why are they talking like why are they friends all of a sudden like I mean <laughs> why is this guy hijacking them with a banana <laughs> it was corn you damn you noob. Oh, whatever. It's, it's corn, corn jobs. It's all the same. That you would still like it. I think I, – I don't know what else is in your, your list, but I think, you know, like um, – I don't know. I, I think probably for, for us, like Sea Monster might be more Sea Monster is a big one too. You know, uh, because like, like let's be honest. I love the movie, but like it, Godzilla doesn't really even act like Godzilla in it. <laughs> right. He acts like King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now the, what's, what's interesting about the nostalgia factor in that discussion is that Godzilla 2000 is the highest ranked. And I think it's kind of that, right. Was it? No, it was the second highest ranked. GMK is the highest ranked millennium. GMK was the highest. Was Godzilla 2000 the second highest? So it goes GMK and then you have Tokyo SOS. Okay. And then Godzilla 2000. Okay. So then, is- and that almost goes a, a little bit against the nostalgia factor because I think for a lot of people, this is the first Japanese Godzilla movie they saw in theaters. That's true. That's true. That is true. Yep. Um, I, I mean, it seems like a pretty fair ranking. Like, if I go through, like, Gigan, or Gigan, I keep saying God, that. Like, what's wrong? I know. Dude, that's what I called it as a kid. I didn't know any better, and it just stuck with me. Gigan is in my top five. It's actually fifth. Um, and that's probably the one that I cling to with the most. Like, there, there's so many issues that you could look at that movie and say, okay, there's so much stock footage. Yeah, and there's there, so there, much wrong with of, it. Right. But it's so fun that, like, I can't help but not love everything about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, for me. It's, where did but, that one? What was Where did that one come out at? 
Uh, Gigan actually finished in twentieth. Like that's the okay. one that I have uh, probably the most okay. discrepancy. That sounds. That's, that's. I would expect it to kind of come in that low. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually like. I mean, that's that. That's one where there's a pretty a pretty big discrepancy between where I have it and where the the list has it. But at the same time, I'm understanding of it being that low. Because of the because there's there's obvious issues in the the quality of the film itself, you know. I mean, the stock footage, the stock soundtrack. The I mean, you literally see like Gyra and Mothra, like <laughs> at multiple yeah. points in the movie. <laughs> you also have Godzilla do the exact same um, neck slam thing to Ghidra three times in a row. Yeah, <laughs> like because rather than rather than film. Three three slams. They just filmed one and looped it. Like yeah, yeah the, I mean, the thing that I love about that movie is the oil refinery scene. Uh, <laughs> that gets me every time. And like that music blaring is like I I, I want to be Godzilla kicking the crap out of Gigan and, and Ghidra in that scene. Like that that's that's one of those things about that movie. Every time I see that movie, I legitimately get pumped. I love that movie. I love it too. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do now real quick is I want to go through like our top 10 real briefly in our bottom five. All right. So I just go ahead and rattle off mine. Um, I have Godzilla 54 as number one. Number two is monster zero. I, I, I said monster zero is my favorite. Godzilla 54 is objectively the best. I'm going to put 54 for the purpose of this ranking as number one. Uh, Biolante is number three. I have uh, Terra Mecha Godzilla as being four. Guy Gand is number five. Ghidra, number six. I have uh, Mothra versus Godzilla 64, number seven. GMK, number eight. Uh, It did actually crack my top ten, which I was kind of surprised about when I did this. Um, but it's number nine. And then I have uh, Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla 2002 at number ten. Mm. I really like that movie. It's I do I like that a lot. Uh, my my bottom five, uh, Final Wars, Megalon, Space Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, and the ninety eight. Okay. Um. All right. So my bottom five, my fifth most hated, would be Destroya. I just I don't like that movie at all. I don't understand you at all. <laughs> don't get it. I mean, Matt. Now is not the time to start a debate. We don't want to get this uh, started. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, we'll, we'll do that later. Go ahead, keep going, keep going. Uh, my number four most hated is, at the moment is Shin Godzilla. As I mentioned, I think it's going to settle a little bit higher, but when I did this ranking, I was like, it was just always like, the way I kind of phrased it to myself was like, which one would I rather watch? And Shin Godzilla just kept losing because I was like, I don't, like, I have seen it recently and I don't want to watch it again. Um... I think it'll end up settling probably a little bit higher, uh, maybe like around 24, 25, where it's at 28 right now. Um, uh, Then I have my third most hated is Space Godzilla. My second most hated is uh, Mothra 92, a pox on that movie. And uh, my most hated is the 98 film. Um, Now for my top 10, um, at 10... Since I'm I'm normal and I count up or whatever, uh, at ten I have Mechagodzilla seventy four. Counting down right now. Counting down, whatever. That's the way I do it. <laughs> um, 
at at nine, I have Godzilla two thousand. I think that movie's fantastic. At eight, uh, Gidger the Three Headed Monster. Seven, Son of Godzilla. That's uh, another one of my large large discrepancies with the list. Uh, six, Godzilla versus Gigan. Five, Sea Monster. Four, Monster Zero. Three, Biollante. Two is 54, and my number one is Mothra versus Godzilla. That is my idea of a perfect Godzilla movie. It's great. Do you prefer the uh, American version with the extra frontier missile scene or the Japanese? I actually do prefer the American version. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I'll start. I'll, I'll end on a positive note. So... Um, uh, I will go through my bottom five first. So this is 27 through 31. Uh, 27 in my bottom five is Godzilla vs. Megalon. Uh, awful movie, but too charming to be at the very bottom. Um, yeah. 28 is Godzilla vs. Megaguirus. Um, I think the last battle in that movie is a lot of fun, but everything else in, the, in it is really dull to me. And it's a test run for, I think, things that Tezuka would do better later on. Uh, my 29 is Shin Godzilla. Um, not much to say there, um, other than I, I didn't find the movie that interesting. Uh, it, thematically, it, I have some issues with it, and the version of Godzilla is a little too out there. Um, and uh, I just didn't... I, it doesn't have a story, <laughs> really. Um, <laughs> 30 is Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, which, um, to keep my expectations for Shin in check, I watched before I saw Shin Godzilla, and I still maintain that of the Japanese Godzilla movies, it is by far the most boring um, and least thoughtful Japanese Godzilla movie. And all the way at the bottom is Godzilla 1998, um, which uh, wasn't the best movie back then, but boy, does do I just not feel like it holds up. It's everything that was wrong with 90s blockbusters. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think it's... a crap film for the most yeah. part um, it's it's everything wrong with 90s blockbusters at a time when we had started to realize what was wrong with 90s blockbusters yeah um so my uh top five um top 10 dude oh yeah okay top 10 uh for this one i'll count down from 10 so i can end at the top um so my number 10 my lone heisei film on here is Godzilla vs. Biollante, uh, which is one of the ones that, with age, I have grown to enjoy more and more. I feel like I like it more each viewing. My number nine is Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, the 74 original. Still my favorite Mechagodzilla. Um, number eight, and I'm a lone wolf on this podcast, but is the incredibly bizarre but always fun Godzilla vs. Hedera. Number seven, I have uh, Ghidra the Three-Headed Monster. Um, I love that movie, but 
Uh, I kind of feel, uh, I kind of think of it as almost like a test run for Monster Zero, where I think a lot of the ideas they were doing in there were done in Monster Zero a little better. My number six mm-hmm. is Destroy All Monsters. I'm totally understanding of Tom saying it's it's uh, not as interesting as some of the other movies, and it does take a while to get going, but I, I really think the payoff ends on such a high note that it's always worth watching. Uh, for me. Number five, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Um, I love that movie, and I'm kind of surprised it ended on uh, everyone's, and, and like our average ranking as high as it did, because uh, I always kind of felt like it was underrated, and maybe it is more popular than I'd thought. My number four is King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, I mean, how can you not love King Kong fighting Godzilla? Uh, I prefer the Japanese version. Uh, my number three is Monster Zero. Again, just that's like the, the perfect monster mash movie. And then combine it with the Toho space invasion stuff that they were they did earlier with movies like The Mysterians. It's like peanut butter and jelly. It's amazing. Number two, Mothra versus Godzilla. Like Tom said, everything that you think about a Godzilla movie being, this movie nails. And then number one, uh, the classic. Godzilla 1954, the Japanese version I prefer, although I like the King of the Monsters version also. Uh, My favorite movie of all time, probably tied with Taxi Driver, if I'm going to be honest, but um, never gets old, and it always works on me. So it's such a it is a tough movie, like just beyond being like kind of tough to watch. um, It's tough because it no other film in this franchise is is like it you know it's I mean, it, there's it's still like i mean it's it's the only movie and i mean uh, i'm sure there's going to be maybe even from you two disagreements here but it's the only movie where i really feel like the human cast 100 percent carries the movie every other movie that in this series i think is you know there are some with great human characters it's not i'm not saying that that doesn't exist but the monster spectacle is kind of the glue that's holding it together, whereas 54, you really do have characters. That, it's the only one where I feel like the characters are, like, real people. It's the only one where Godzilla is... Um, yeah, sorry, it's the, only, it's the only one where Godzilla's not even slightly sympathetic. Um, because... Do you think he's sympathetic? Well, I, I I would actually argue that. I think he's a little sympathetic by the end. Yeah, so, I, think, yeah maybe. I, I have sympathy for him when he dies. Yeah, he still yeah, deserves to die, but I have sympathy it's, for yeah, him. It's tough. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. So it's, it's I, I, I'll retract that statement. People, I just maybe die. it's maybe it's the one where he's like the least sympathetic or something. Just because you know, I mean, do you think Shin Godzilla like, is more th- sympathetic? He's, like, he's more villainous or something. Well, maybe he's less sympathetic than Shin Godzilla, but uh, people say, oh, he's more villainous in in like GMK. But like, I don't know. You're like, I've always kind of just thought it was cool and badass more than like oh he's so evil and i hate him you know like the 54 godzilla is like an, an, a, a real big jerk <laughs> <laughs> um and it's because you're you're so attached to these human characters you you hate what he's what he's doing to them and what he's doing to the people they care about you know so it is it is yeah. one where 
It's the only one that's a. I mean, and it's my it's my second favorite. It's not even my favorite. Um, but it's the only one that's a real movie. Yeah, it's the only one. Like it, it's in a class of its own. I mean, we're looking at thirty-one movie franchise here, uh, and it, it's 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 in a class all by itself. Is it just like the, comparatively looking at the Kong films? Thirty-three is so far above and beyond every other King Kong movie ever made. And uh, I mean, as I mean, a, a portion of these 31 films qualify as my favorite movies ever made. But I will say the original Godzilla is, is stands head and shoulders above the other 30 movies that followed. Yeah. And it's just, it makes it tough to rank because it's like it's this it's just so different from all the others, including the ones that try to ape it, like um Shin Godzilla and nineteen and eighty four yeah. you know. I mean those movies have a uh a level of self importance to them that the 54 film didn't really have. And they have a, a, a level of campiness to them that the 54 film didn't really have. I mean, yeah, there's some effects shots for sure that don't hold up so well in, in the 54 film. Um, but like, it's, it, it's not trying to be this, like, it's not trying to be like a historically important film. It just is. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like I feel like the 1984 film, especially like, like even more than Shin Godzilla, I feel like the the 84 film was trying to be like historically important. Um, I'd argue that it, quite a bit. I think Shin Godzilla is trying way too hard to be important and fails. <laughs> well, I, I actually well here's the thing: it, it is trying very hard to be important, but I don't know if you could say that it fails because it's. I mean. Uh, it's what, like the fourth, third, fourth highest grossing Godzilla movie? I'm not, I'm not talking about a financial success. I'm talking about – well, okay. Let me, let me phrase that. I think that it's trying to be important. It puts its message out there. But I have a difficult time with, with the said message. Whereas like in the 84 film, it is taking history and basically put – like it's taking the Cold War as it was and kind of using that as the backdrop for the Godzilla film. And Shin Godzilla has – whereas Shin Godzilla has like a specific agenda – that is trying to to push on the viewer, and and that's like that to me is, is, is a big difference. Yeah, well, I mean, but it, nobody can argue like Shin Godzilla was yeah. obviously. Well, I mean, also in in terms of context, you know, Japanese movies are not like Hollywood movies, and that I mean, especially these days, Hollywood makes movies for a global audience, whereas you know, Japan makes a movie for a Japanese audience, and. I think yeah. that, uh, I mean, I, I, I disagree with you guys just as much about the message of Shin Godzilla, but it is kind of a, you know, they don't care what we think, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely think the that you can't force a movie to be important. Um, and I, I feel like that's something I almost kind of got from the Peter Jackson King Kong as well. Um, yeah, that I don't know, because I think it it comes out, it doesn't come out in dialogue or anything like that. It comes out aesthetically in, in that you get the feeling that you're watching a movie that thinks it's bigger than it really is in a way. 
Yeah. So I totally see how you guys would say that about Shin Godzilla in 84 feeling that way, but not 54. 54, I think the word I'm looking for is, that's not to say that the filmmakers in 2016 and 84, you know, that their hearts weren't in it or anything, but I think 54 in a way, it, it feels a little more sincere in that I think that they... They didn't really think of the movie as being um, something that would be historical. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, the point I was trying to drive <laughs> yeah. to. Well, Nakajima didn't even think people were going to go see it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but then on the other hand, uh, Honda and Subaraya thought that the movie, if the movie was successful, it could literally end nuclear war. And, you know, I mean, they, they came out later and said, wow, you know, what a naive idea that a movie could do that. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, but that just shows, you know, how serious they were um, in what, what they were trying to say through the through the film. But 54 is level of... It's more organic. Yeah. That's, that's a good word. Yeah. That's, that's a really that's, good word. Yeah. It, it all comes together organically. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like um, it was a think tank movie movie where uh, where somebody sat down and said okay for the allegory to work what should happen next whereas i feel like in some of these other some of them there there was there was like a oh thematically what should happen next you know for the allegory what should happen next godzilla 54 just comes together organically yeah um, it, it just makes it, it makes it such a tough movie to rank because it it, it feels almost just a part from the rest of the series. I mean, that uh, it's the classiest, especially it's it's, it's especially driven home just by the disparity between it and its immediate sequel. Like, I mean, (laughs) I do like raids again, but yeah, you're absolutely right. (laughs) Yeah. It's the raids again is like, it's a son of Kong situation where they're like, Oh, that was really successful. What do we do? Uh, I make another one, uh, have it on my desk in, three hours you know (laughs) switching gears a bit i I did nobody mentioned we we didn't mention the bottom five or the top 10 uh 2014 so kind of curious where you guys had both that and uh shin godzilla ranked on your your list well we all had shin godzilla in the bottom five i forgot that again i'm sorry (laughs) uh well well 2014 is some uh number 17 for me so yeah, I have it at 13. I'm at, I'm at 20. Um, I had it at 13. Uh, looking at my list now, I'd be tempted to bump it a couple of lower. Um, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not personally, I'm not 100% sure how it settled out higher than uh, against Mecha Godzilla and Kong versus Godzilla for me. Um, but I, I don't know, whatever I clicked on at the time, that must have been what did it um some something i read said like if if you end up having like like i don't know if you guys really read the fine print on that preference revealer it basically winds up telling you like if you have a pair of movies or uh, three movies that are like all listed the same um that all kind of come out the same it'll just list them alphabetically in your rankings um so that could have happened i could have had those three movies listed the same and godzilla would be first and then Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and then King Kong versus Godzilla would have come out, you know, alphabetically last. Um, I can see that. Yeah. 
but yeah, I had, I had 2014 at, at 13, and I, I would personally like you know without that preference revealer be tempted to bump it down a couple more spots to 15, maybe 16. Um, and yeah, I had Shin at 28, but like I've said, I think it'll settle a little higher. I think it'll settle in the 24, 25 range for me. I, I honestly could see Shin maybe going a little, a, a few spots higher. Eventually, I, I just have this like hatred in my heart for it right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't yeah. want to watch it at all. You know, like yeah. at at this moment in time, if you threw all 31 Godzilla movies in front of me, I'd probably reach for any of them except for 98 before Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I, I am torn between that and uh, and Space Godzilla. Those are the two that I just Space Godzilla is atrociously boring. I would I am, right now personally I would reach for Shin Godzilla over or Space Godzilla over Shin Godzilla just because of the length of time it's been since I've seen Space Godzilla versus Shin Godzilla. I'm pretty confident in my bottom five and my top ten. But so if Shin Godzilla settled outside of my bottom five, then Mecha Godzilla ninety three would be my fifth worst. Uh Hedora. Hedora. Would I be like my... both of those. God, what man, y'all, y'all are I, I just, yeah, I don't. I, I know I'm in the minority there. I know that's a well loved movie, and uh, I just, I, I just can't get into it. But you know what? Uh, where did you guys put Revenge? Because I, I had Revenge at twenty two. Uh, Revenge is twenty six for me. Nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, like uh, I can legitimately look at my list and say that I like it more than the uh, eleven movies that I have it ranked above, or twelve. I have it ranked above twelve movies, but I can legitimately look at my list and tell you that I like Godzilla's Revenge more than ninety eight, Mothra ninety two, Space Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, Destroya, Mecha Godzilla, Hedera. Megaguirus, Raids Again, Destroy All Monsters, Megalon, and uh, 1984. Like, I can, I I don't even have to yeah. blink. I like Revenge. That, I think it's... That I, I like it more than those. I will movies. say this. Um, out of all of them, the only ones that I really feel like I just don't do much for me at all are my bottom three, which is Shin Godzilla, Space Godzilla, 98. Megaguirus is getting close, but... Uh, I feel like those are the only three where, like, if I'm flipping channels and I just have, like, a half hour, I need, I just need to be entertained before I have to go do something, I feel like those are the three that I wouldn't just stop on and leave it. I would, like, see if there's, like, something else on, like an Avengers movie or something that's on, like, FX. <laughs> but, uh, so in that sense, I will say that I, I more or less like 28 of the 31 movies. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty much how I feel. Space Godzilla is uh, atrociously bad. Shin Godzilla, I cannot stand it. I apologize to the listeners that I, I, I bash on it so much on this podcast, but um, in 98, nobody likes, so. I'm a little harsher. Um, I'd say, like, you know, the movies that I more or less get nothing out of, there's there's seven of them. Um and that's, uh, you know, 98, Mothra 92. You're not a real Space fan, Godzilla, get out. Shin Godzilla. <laughs> uh, I, it's tough. So it's weird because I actually, um, 
I get a little bit more out of Destroya than I do Mechagodzilla 93, but I only get like five minutes out of it. (laughs) You know, like um, I love the opening and I love the final three minutes, but I hate everything else. Matt. Um, Yes, Bird. (laughs) uh, Here's an interesting question. I know the answer, I I think, but uh, how many females put in surveys? I think we only had two or three that I, that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, we didn't ask the question to, for people to reveal gender. Yeah. Uh, I only know of two offhand, and I think there might have been a third. So, so what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, is that a yeah. question you have to ask? Like, no, I just, well, I I mean, just for... feel like it's so much more like. I feel like stuff like this isn't exclusively like boys stuff anymore. You know, I mean, if we did this for like like you look at like the Marvel movies and I mean, geez, girls love those. It's a pretty big <laughs> sausage party out here. That's all I'm saying. Um I, in uh in defense of all my female uh friends out there, um I, my wife likes Godzilla films. She will watch them with me like it's something that she she enjoys older films in general, and when we've ever when we've sat down and watched uh, the few that we've sat down together and actually watched, like she's legitimately said, "Hey, those those were good, you know, fun movies." Yeah, I mean, um, my girlfriend will watch them with me, but she can't do like a she wouldn't be able to do like a thirty one movie poll. Yeah, I mean, my, I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's it's something like I don't know. I, Sexist. So the nicest thing my <laughs> wife has ever said after watching any of them has been, "Oh, that one was not bad." Yeah, my my, my wife That's is also the nicest like, thing she's ever said. So <laughs> she also will make fun of some of the some of the other stuff. Like she'll she'll do will like riff on like Megalon because yeah, it kind of deserves it. You know, if we if we're sitting down watching it, it's it's not good, but I'll I'll find a handful of things to to watch and enjoy about it, and she's kind of. Like she has that same kind of approach for some of the lesser Godzilla films, but the ones that are good, like we watched Monster Zero, she liked. She liked Biollante. She liked the original film. Um, she had good things to say about all those. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure why Godzilla doesn't appeal to females. Uh, the one thing I've always liked about the, especially the Showa films, like a lot of the Showa films did have at least what I would consider for the time period strong female characters. Well, especially the, the Godzilla's most flat. popular foe is. A female monster that's like created to cater to female viewers, which is Mothra. So I don't know. I used to watch the crap out of Megalon as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I can't watch it now without uh, doing the MST version. What's it's it? Not, not worth it. What was the uh, what was the VHS that I have? It wasn't the Good Times one. There were it was a the billion one. of them. Like every company yeah, in the okay. world put that movie out. It was the one. It was the one that had. Um, it almost looked like uh, it was like a blue box, um, and on the back it like told you the ending of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like it was like 
it was like, you know, people of Zootopia are pissed, but luckily Godzilla comes and saves the day and nuclear testing can continue uninterrupted. <laughs> what? That's that's bad. <laughs> that's what Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla wants to stop that, that, right? That's like the one movie that doesn't really, like, kind of mesh with the rest of the series. <laughs> We're just destroying their entire country and they kind of have a right to, like, a- attack and... Then Godzilla destroys him, and then we're just gonna be like, oh, we're gonna keep blowing your country up. <laughs> no, it, that, yeah, that's never resolved. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Kicks his ass, and we can keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> he voted for Trump in that movie. I, I don't know what else to say. Like that's. That, that, I, I mean, it's. I don't. I don't think that they were even thinking about it. They were like, oh, crap, yeah, they we need a God, a We need to put movie. out a Godzilla movie. We get on at the very end where. Uh, where our our two ambig- where our ambiguously gay duo uh, says um, scientists need to stop doing this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess there is kind of like an anti like hinted at thing there, but like the the villains are kind of doing something to save their country. <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're trying to examine that movie on a thematic level, and that's something that you know no one who made it even thought about. Oh, I know. You're right. It's it's, okay. it's you're you're absolutely right about that. We're just making fun of it at this point. But by the way, the the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version of that movie is amazing. It's like one of the best episodes. Um. Uh, and Matt, any any other for only like eight thousand dollars. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, Toho put a stop to that quick. Uh, Matt, any other discoveries that you have here? No, I mean, I, f- I feel like the the list, like there is the the middle. I'm surprised. I would have thought, you know, like you know, like one of the things you said is like, oh, there's no skew towards age, and I would have. thought I feel like that's that, something we. Know? Yeah, the fact that we weren't able to come to a conclusion based on age, uh, that's probably the most surprising thing that that came out of this if we had if we had more sir like i mean 107 people is not a huge data yeah. uh, to pull not a huge amount of data to pull from but um we did have a pretty good variance in age group and um i, I felt like we would have seen a lot more variance in the top 10 and, and we ended up getting mostly showa and and in, in looking through the list, like I honestly saw people of all ages, including you know, a lot of the the younger voters, uh, having the same films that everybody else did. Like it was a pretty good consensus about which ones were indeed the best. Um, and the middle films, I mean, like those are the films that were pretty much divisive, right? They're the ones that they ended up. A handful of people had them at the top of their list, handful at the bottom, and everybody else in the middle. And and that's like Shin Godzilla and Godzilla twenty fourteen. That's where they ended up where they did. Well, well, let, one- let me ask you this before we before we wrap up. Like, okay, I'll just t- I'll just take Final Wars as an example. But I mean, you can really include any. Uh, Millennium or 2014 or Shin Godzilla, even though they didn't break the 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 top ten for certain people, do you think do you think more young people put, for example, Final Wars or 2014 than older people is a higher higher like outside the you know not necessarily top ten, but uh, would you say more young people ranked those higher than older folks? I mean, yeah, but maybe by like two or three spots, like it wasn't enough to make a difference in where it ended up in the in the final number, if that okay. makes sense. So like it, instead of it finishing like at 12, maybe somebody put it 
in, in their in, they would have put it like in in the top ten or something like that. But it happened so rarely that in in the end it it didn't didn't honestly matter. Okay, yeah, um, that's that's the biggest surprise for me. Um, yeah, I I think we were all kind of thinking that. I guess teens through twenties would have more recent stuff in their top ten. Yeah. Well, and like in the the Millennium films, did poorly, like really poorly. Uh, either love the show or the Heisei stuff, and all the Millennium stuff. Besides, like GMK, <laughs> they all kind of got crapped on. See, it's interesting because I feel a. I mean, I, I'm I'm Showa, right? Like, I mean, that's my top ten was was eight Showas. Uh, my top, let's see. You know, my top 15 starts to get a little bit more uh, with some of the other eras. But, I mean, my lowest-ranked Showa film is Hedora at 25. And I've also got Raids Again and Destroy All Monsters and Megalon down there. But, like, my I got, I'm heavy on Heisei on the bottom, right? Um, but I've got quite a few, like, Millennium movies that that I've got, like, from from nine to from nine to eighteen, so that's a that's a ten ten you know that's ten movies. I've got one, two, three, four, five Millennium movies in there, and I guess maybe six if you count the twenty fourteen film as like you know part of that newer run. So it's it's yeah it's I'm. I'm not surprised that the millennium era isn't well looked upon, but I just feel like that's my pull is like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I like them. Um, I don't love them necessarily. Uh, I love Godzilla 2000 cause it's a work of art and, and Matt is wrong, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I think a lot of what I hear people say about, the Heisei films and why they like them, I look at as as like what I can enjoy in the Millennium films. I think they're they're like colorful, they're they they're they're slick, they're well they're well executed for the most part. Um, and I I don't think that they're lazy, and I cannot personally say the same about most of the Heisei films. I think that the I think the problem with the Millennium movies is the the studio meddling. Yeah, yeah, that's true. the The Millennium films, I think, what you end up seeing on this list is they all settled right in the middle because th- there was nothing, there was nothing really to set them apart besides GMK. Like that's what that's what it shows. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like everything just settled right in the middle. Yeah. There was nothing. I mean, that makes sense too. And Godzilla two thousand, but I can't help that everyone is a philistine just like Matt. <laughs> I just think it's overrated. I don't. I don't hate it. By who? Uh, but it's not overrated. Yeah, who's overrating that movie? I don't. Know. Yeah, you. I mean, we just saw it... in the rankings. It's not overrated. Where did it come in? Uh, let me let me look at my my trusty dusty list here. Uh, let's see here. It came in. Man, this thing's going super slow right now. Um, twenty one. <laughs> That's overrated. <laughs> I I was wrong. It's not overrated. It's rated about where it should be. <laughs> I guess. I, I have mine at, I have it at twenty four. I mean, it's nineteen for me, okay. but I love it. You know. God, you're 
it's nine for me. <laughs> like, see, Bird says love- he loves things, and then he's like, "Oh, it's rated twenty nine. <laughs> well, I mean, you're asking me to rank, like I said, twenty eight movies that I like, three that I don't like. I mean, I love Godzilla two thousand. I've seen That's, it a for million. me. My my top fifteen is all movies that I love. See, my top. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> well, it's at least twenty. It's at least nineteen. <laughs> I would say my top twenty-one are movies that I love. <laughs> that's not. A, that's not a top. Like... <laughs> what Bird means to say is he just loves them all, and he. <laughs> and that's fine. I, I always tell people that, like, when Bird ranks Godzilla films, I always like take a point or a point and a half away from whatever he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people people tend to think that's the right thing to do, but my top fifteen are movies I love. My next nine are movies I like, and then after, and then the bottom seven I don't really like at all. Yeah, I, I I get that too. Like I'm getting there with you know like Megalon. I can't watch often. Uh, Final Wars. I'm not a big fan of. I I've, I've tried to go back and revisit revisit uh, Hedera, uh, and it's just it's hard. Yeah. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Uh, I almost I almost watched uh, Mega Gears like two days ago because you guys were talking about it. I'm like, I haven't watched that in a while. It was on TV. That's why. Was um, it? Mm, yeah. yeah, it was on Stars. So do you guys have any other uh, things to add? or? Uh, not really. I lot, yeah, I mean, yeah. we were pretty exhaustive. Um, thanks. So every, thank, I'd like yeah, to thank so. everyone for, for doing it. Um it was a fun experiment, and it was fun to talk about. It was. Thank you for uh, taking the time to do the survey. I know those took a little bit of time, but without you, we could not have this topic. So we yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, send I, us I, more fan mail. That was fun. Yeah, send, yeah, send us more fan mail. I feel like maybe we should have closed the polls like a month later. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to do, and uh, the survey itself was fun, and um, hopefully we'll be able to think of other ideas to get get uh, listeners a little bit more involved. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, write us more fan mail. Uh, and yeah, this was uh, this was a good time. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Tom. By the way, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this was this was a this was something a little different, a little fun, and you know, it's it'd, it'd be something to to do again you know later on down the line uh because you know i mean i know that the three of us like our i mean i know my rankings change all the time again uh thank you for joining us and for those of you that took the poll thank you and um yeah we'll we'll be back um next time with with some other stuff um yeah. We still doing OrcaCast? Is that what no? That got canceled because you were being a oh, butthole at the end. Man, he deserved it. Was he being a butthole or was he just succumbing to Orca? I was telling. I haven't him the listened truth to the episode the just yet. I was telling so. him the truth about that awful movie, and he was trying to defend it. It's the worst. Okay, gentlemen, <laughs> that's enough for today. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, and we he, will. He, yeah. Yes, we'll 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 see you next time. Good night. Bye.